Good day, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Al Watkins, and this is Watkins Word, the voice of the heartland for the hearts and minds of America, coming to you from high atop the esteemed law offices of Codner Watkins in the gateway to the West. The voice of the heartland remains committed to providing you with insight into and knowledge of the events and issues of the day. Anniversaries are important. They are dates on which we observe or recognize the importance of a previously occurring event. Birthdays are days on which we recognize someone's birth. Wedding anniversaries are days on which we recognize the union of two folks. And the dates of death are anniversaries on which we recognize someone's passing. And usually that someone is someone close to us or otherwise famous. We are approaching the one-year anniversary of the Ferguson fiasco, the ill-handled uprising occurring following the shooting of an unarmed young man of color by a white municipal police officer. The Ferguson fiasco had many characteristics and gave rise to many opinions about the actions of the white cop. Those opinions covered both ends of the spectrum. And that's to say, many believed in and supported the cop, and many believed in and supported the proposition that the unarmed young man of color was murdered in cold blood in the middle of a street running through the St. Louis suburban municipality known as Ferguson. The cop was not indicted. And in the time between the shooting and the present, buildings have been looted, arson prevailed, people rioted, protested, shot others, threw rocks. Gas was discharged, and hostilities generally abounded as one political type after another stepped on their respective appendages. Two years before the shooting in Ferguson, a very healthy man from the North County area neighboring Ferguson turned 40. His name was Antonio Johnson. Antonio took care of himself. He ate well. He was not overweight. His arteries were clear his blood pressure normal. He remained fit. He, too, was black. He enjoyed his 40th birthday exactly two years ago today. He also is celebrating his 14th wedding anniversary two years ago today. His wife, Latasha, works for the U.S. Postal Service. He had four kids, ages 15, 11, 8, and 6. Antonio and Latasha lived within their means, but like most of us, barely. Antonio and Latasha were law-abiding. They paid their taxes. They lived in a humble home. They raised their kids. Their kids went to school. They stayed out of trouble. Antonio and Latasha shared a car. It was lawfully licensed. That's to say it was insured, and the license plate had not expired and Antonio was driving to pick up his wife after work at a new work location, one with which Antonio was not familiar. He was stopped by the Hazelwood Municipal Police, another municipality in North St. Louis County. It borders Ferguson. Antonio was late picking up his wife, and this bothered Latasha because she knew Antonio had left on time. But as luck would have it, Antonio was a black man driving a car in a municipality with local police whose tolerance of men of color had come into question over the years. Antonio was stopped. He was suspected of driving while under the influence of drugs or alcohol. The police say a struggle ensued. Batons were used. A taser was used. 
repeatedly, and in short order, Antonio was in a coma and placed on life support, and after a couple of days, he died. When deaths like this occur, reports are prepared, and the Hazelwood police did just that. Police reports said that they stopped Antonio because of suspicion of DUI. But the police report notes that the police never actually saw Antonio driving. He was outside of his car asking for directions. A lab analysis of Antonio's blood shows that he had no drugs and no alcohol in his system. The medical records reflect that when he was taken to the hospital, his pupils were two millimeters and reactive, meaning normal, meaning he was not under the influence of alcohol or drugs. An autopsy was performed. The autopsy noted that Antonio had a deep laceration over his right eye, and he had significant bruising to one of his eyes, and he had hemorrhaged into the anterior neck muscles. That means he was bleeding, bleeding internally. He had a deep bruise on his nose. He had a bruise and a contusion in his right oral cavity. He had bruises all over his body. The police report Well, it noted that Antonio lost consciousness at the scene, and Antonio never regained consciousness thereafter. The ambulance records reflect that Antonio had head trauma at the time that he was picked up at the scene. The autopsy notes also that Antonio had developed compartment syndrome in both forearms. This was caused by repeated baton blows blocked by his forearms, causing the tissue in his arms to swell and block circulation to his hands. Antonio is noted to have sustained severe muscle trauma. When he arrived at the ER, Antonio presented with severe mixed acidosis respiratory failure, and hypotension or low blood pressure. His kidney function deteriorated rapidly. He developed acute hepatic necrosis. He was bruised all over his body. His body went into shock. He sustained multiple organ failure and died. Antonio was not a criminal. Antonio was not walking down the middle of the street in Ferguson. Antonio was black. The cops were white. Antonio was picking up his wife after work, after he too had worked. He was going to enjoy a dinner with his wife on their anniversary, on his birthday. The facts are the facts. The evidence is the evidence. Happy birthday, Antonio. You would be, let's see, 42 today. And your kids, well, they'd be 17, 13, 10, and 8. You've missed the last couple of years with them. By the way, happy anniversary, Antonio. You would be married 16 years today, but unfortunately you missed the last couple. And to the extent that it matters, let's hope a few folks recognize you, Antonio, on this, the anniversary of your death. An unnecessary one at that. I'm Al Watkins. That was Watkins' word, the final word. Until tomorrow.